Welcome, you're listening to the Agile Unemployment Podcast, where in each episode, we take an in-depth look at being out of work. We'll talk about the programs and benefits available to you. We'll talk about the job hunting process itself. And most importantly, we're going to address the psychological and emotional impact that being out of work has on the individual. I'm your host, Sabina Sulat. I'm an HR expert and author. A few years ago, I lost my dream job and found myself unemployed for the first time in my life. I was frustrated by the lack of resources and information available to people out of work. But more than that, I was just stunned by the fact that we don't talk about unemployment. I took my experience and I turned it into a book and I now coach people to build resilience while they're out of work. If you are out of work, if you recently lost your job, or maybe you've been unemployed for a while, or maybe you're just afraid that you might lose your current job, this is the place to be. We're a safe place where we can talk about all aspects of being out of work. We can answer your questions and we can help you build resilience so that when you go back to work, you are stronger and more confident than ever. So let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Sabina. How are you doing today? As I am talking to you, we are entering the month of February. We are one twelfth done of 2024. I think I keep track of time way too much, but I want to look at the start of the unemployment landscape particularly in the U.S. right now. And January is always a strange month to be doing this because there's not a lot of data. And especially right now, the month has barely ended. It's normal for hiring to be slow in January. That's going back a couple of decades. That is the norm. It is to be expected. But I'm seeing some contradiction in the news. Some of the data that's out is that Hiring has increased by 60,000 jobs in this month. Unemployment is 32% lower than prior Januaries. And then there was this article that had the headline as strong but steady hiring predicted for the year, but it will be lower than normal. Don't get alarmed at any of that. I keep saying everybody has a different perspective of this. And if you are unemployed, that is the perspective that matters. It's not necessarily a stay in your own lane kind of thing. You have no control over these headlines, statistics, the data. What you can control is your own job search. And I will tell you, people get hired. I say it all the time. In every economy, they get fired in every economy. The best thing you can do is take control of your career. And that's one of the reasons, hopefully, that you listen to this podcast. What I am seeing is that long-term unemployment and long-term unemployment is about 27 weeks, six months. That's the average job search. Long-term unemployment, right about this time of year, If you've been long-term unemployed, this is a difficult time for a whole host of reasons. You've been unemployed for a long time. Your benefits are starting to run out. I've said this in the book, but 
This is also when your friend group starts to drift away. All of these things are very hard to manage when you're already questioning where you are, how you feel. I want to be very positive today. I know I started off a little dark. I want to talk about some ways you can handle what happens this time of year. I think all of those feelings are compounded because of the time of year. We're getting the end of winter blues, the February blues sometimes it's called. Things are still dark, even though we're getting a little more daylight. You wake up in the darkness, uh, you, you run your errands in it. It's, we don't have enough daylight. We're not producing enough vitamin D. It's cold. It's winter. Where I live in the D.C. area, we have had the strangest weather in January. We've had flooding rains, snow, and then an 80-degree Friday a couple weeks ago. Uh, but overall, there's this cold and darkness. And there is something called seasonal affective disorder. Uh, the acronym, appropriately enough, is SAD. And it's when your body's not producing enough vitamin D, you're not getting enough sunlight, if untreated, it can go into depression, but there's usually just this malaise. And I was thinking about what I should do for the podcast, and then today's date came up. One of my favorite holidays, today is Groundhog Day. I love these holidays that are, there's no obligation tied to it. It can just be whatever you want it to be. It can be just watching the blip on the news and see what happens with Poxitani Phil, or it can be a party. Inevitably, one thing I always do with a bunch of friends is we watch the movie Groundhog Day. I'm sure you're listening going, okay, Sabina, where are you going with this? I have a point. So often when we talk about unemployment and where we're at, we talk about the five stages of grief. The movie Groundhog Day, and if you've never seen it, take some time today to watch it. You will find it streaming everywhere. Take a couple hours, watch it. It is a funny movie, but it's also, in a way, like a parable of our time. It's a parable of unemployment because the movie follows the five stages of grief. It was deliberately written that way. If you don't know the movie, I'll give you a quick synopsis. I don't think I'm spoiling anything, but a rather egotistical, difficult weatherman is sent on the assignment of reporting on the groundhog the most famous groundhog, Poxitani Phil, if he sees his shadow. The weatherman is mean to his colleagues. He doesn't care about the groundhog. He's mean to his fans. Mean is putting it lightly. He leaves the town that same day because he just thinks this is ridiculous and stupid. The next day he wakes up and he finds he's in this continuous loop of repeating that day. The movie goes on and on with how he copes with this. And that's where those five stages come in. And that's where, to me, it mirrors unemployment. When you are out of work, people say this all the time to me. I feel like I'm in the movie Groundhog Day, where every day is the same. And I felt that as well. It's normal to have those five stages. What's not normal is to be stuck in them. And that's one of the things that I want to talk about today. If you're not a Groundhog Day movie uh, fan, you might recall, if you're of a certain generation, there was a commercial for a chain that now you go for breakfast sandwiches and coffee, but before you used to go there for donuts. 
don't want to say their name in case I get in trouble, but they had this commercial of the baker waking up every day and he would very mindlessly go, time to make the donuts. And this was every day for him. And I think unemployment is like that commercial. It's like Groundhog Day. You're like, oh, same old, doing the same old thing. I'm going to check for jobs. I'm going to forward my resume. I'm going to cross my fingers. And it becomes this monotonous action. And there's a danger in that. When your job search is just going through the motions, what happens is you're not paying attention to what you're applying for, to what you are sending to an employer. And I keep telling you that differentiating yourself, that playing into the job description with your resume and your cover letter is going to be one of the things that positively sets you apart, gets you through applicant tracking systems into recruiter and hiring managers inboxes and gets you those interviews. If you are on autopilot, you are not going to be as focused. You are not going to take the care and the deliberation you need to do to apply for your jobs. There's a danger in that. And that's what I want you to prevent. I don't want you to be in that gully of going through the motions of spinning your wheels. You're putting forth effort. You think you're busy. I get it all the time where it's like, hey, I applied for 30 jobs this month. And my response is usually, I doubt there were 30 jobs that you wanted and were qualified for. And the key there is that you wanted. You went through the motions because in an odd way, it makes you feel better. And I think that strategy might need to be changed. January is a tough hiring month. Businesses are doing things like closing out the year. They are working on reports and goals. One phenomena I always saw in HR was people would come back from the holiday and they would realize, I really enjoyed spending time with my family. I might be able to retire right now. We would always get resignations in January. Right after the holidays when people would come back from a break because they did the math and they realized, I don't have to do this anymore. That means organizations have to scramble for a plan and a hiring plan and job descriptions and things like that. They're not focused on the immediate hire because they're looking at their own landscape. You'll have that dip in phone screens, in interviews, because recruiters are meeting with leaders and managers, determining what they need. So they're not filling the need right now. They're determining it. Those efforts you have of applying for a job, keep doing it. But that's why that mindfulness is more important than ever so that those recruiters who are reaching out, you speak to them. Your resume shows well for them. The cover letter says this is why you need to bring this person in to interview. This dip in hiring, very normal. Organizations are planning their budgets. They're recalibrating their roles. Sometimes a little break isn't a bad thing for them and for you, but that lack of activity, and I experienced it. When I lost my job, I was in the fall. I had a little flurry of activity and there's so much you can write off to. We're in Thanksgiving. We're in the December holidays. I did have some interviews early in the year 
February is a funny month. It's shorter. It's darker. That last bit of scheduling and interview planning that happened at the end of the year comes to fruition. It's when schedules meet and people have recovered from the holidays. They make time to interview. That also means that's a time of rejection for some of us. It's what happened to me. And it caused a very deep, dark period for me of my unemployment. I want you to avoid that at all costs. I know how it felt for me. I want you to not experience that. I know you're thinking, okay, isn't just going through the motions better than nothing? No, we're all about quality here. That difference between mindfulness and mindlessness. If you are mindlessly making the donuts, don't bother. If you are mindlessly pressing apply, please do not bother. Please look at that as a warning sign that you maybe need to step back and re-examine things. I want to go back those five stages of grief. First one, denial. Second one, this is a tough one, anger. There's that bargaining thing. And then the fourth one is depression. Depression is one of those galvanizing words. It's a medical term. It could also mean you've got the February blues. When you have the job search, the darkness, the blues, the lack of response on your resume, it's this perfect storm unless you are monitoring it, unless you are being mindful of it, unless you realize this could happen. The problem is when we're in it, it's very hard to recognize. I think a very preemptive strike is the best medicine. I know depression's a real thing. I've experienced it on the job search. I think if you are proactive and catch these things early, there's a way of honoring that phase and then getting through it as quickly as possible. And that's what I want to talk about. I find the best thing is to step back and do what organizations are doing in January. Recalibrate. What job am I looking for? What is my value? What is the pay and the benefits and the compensation I'm willing to accept? What kind of organization do I want to work for? Look at your job search tools. Are they all aligned with each other? Do they match that vision you have for yourself? If not, go ahead and take this time to Redo the resume, have somebody else look at it. Revamp your LinkedIn profile, rewrite your cover letter. Uh, if you wanna have headshots taken, do that. If you're on social media, do that. Look at your goals. February is not too late to have goals and strategy for the year. Drives me crazy when I see friends of mine who in December are listing their 2024 goals. I'm like, yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm hoping I have mine done sometime this month. That's okay. You get to work at your pace. What works best for you? That's when you get that quality product. The importance of mindfulness in this job search is that we talk about everything carries over. I don't necessarily mean in this kind of metaphysical, touchy-feely way, but if you are down, if you are depressed, if you are unengaged, and you get a job interview and you interact with hiring managers and recruiters, 
that carries over and it causes them not to want to talk to you. If you try to fake it, that also carries over and it causes them not to want to talk to you or proceed with you. That's why managing it so that you make sure, again, you're applying for the right jobs. And then when someone calls you back, because they will call you back, you show up as your best self. And that is why managing this time of year, managing your Groundhog Day, is really crucial to you. How do you get out of it? If you find yourself in that gully of depression or of that continuous loop of Groundhog Day where everything is same old, how do you get out of it? I experienced this. When I was out of work, I had been interviewing for a job for four months, job I was super excited about, and it was a big job. It was one of those jobs you interview for four months. I didn't get it. They called me on my birthday to tell me I didn't get it. They didn't know, but wow, that hurt. And that caused this slide that I was already vulnerable. I was on the cusp and I spiraled and it has a happy ending. I'm okay now, so I don't want to bring you down, but I think it's important to talk about getting out of it was one of the hardest things I've ever done because I let it get too far. I was very lucky. I had people around me who loved me, who cared about me. I had a friend who recognized it in me. She lived in another state. I'm on the East Coast. Even the spring can get a little chilly and rainy and a little dark here. She lived on the Gulf Coast and she point blank said, I'm going to trade in my airline miles. You need to be out in the sun for a while. You need to break this cycle. I am so grateful that she saw that. And it was life altering for me. It was the game changer in my employment search. And it caused me to look at everything differently. Just that little shake up in my routine. I want to talk about some things you can do now to shake yourself out of seasonal affective disorder, February blues, or even that of your job search. What I'm going to do is go through just a few activities. It's more than a few of things you can do to shake up your routine. They won't cost you money. They won't cost you a tremendous amount of effort, but they can have these long range ramifications and positive changes for your job search. Even if you're listening to this, maybe over the summer of 24 or anytime you're feeling you're in a job search rut, these are some things to do to shake it up a little bit and bring that positivity to you. A few things, environment is key. Brightness is going to really help you look at your environment. Is it clean? Is it organized? Do you have things around you that you like? Are you in daylight? Are you in sunlight? These tiny little changes, you'll start producing the vitamin D, you'll perk up. It will carry over into your job search. I find this is a great time for development, something different. It's probably a goal for you for the new year of, yeah, I want to learn something. I want to shore up some skills. And now's a great time to do that because hiring is a little slower. You're probably going to have a little extra time. It'll give you something to add on to your resume of, I learned this skill while I was unemployed, which always looks great. Think about that. 
What do you always wanted to know how to do? Is there a course you can take? If you're unemployed, even if your compensation benefits have run out, you have, in most cases, state benefits for learning for a full year after you file unemployment. To me, that's free money on the table. I took advantage of that. Go ahead and go to your state website. See what free training is available. You would be shocked how that can be a game changer in your unemployment. Read a book. If you are not a course person, you don't want to be on your computer, go out to a coffee shop, read a book. If it's warm, go to a park, go to a library, somewhere that doesn't cost you money. Join an online book group so you can read the book, talk about the book, create your own. Something like that, expanding the mind, is going to help get you out of that gully of depression. I often find that when I am hard on myself, when I'm in a mood, when I'm things aren't exactly the way I want them to be, one of the quickest ways to get past that is to help someone else. And I mean beyond what I do for my job. I have found things that have been very rejuvenating for me are things such as mentoring. I love mentoring because I wish somebody had been there for me when I was a certain age, especially in helping someone decide a career, explaining the job search, how to show up. I get such reward out of mentoring. You can go to your alma mater, one of your local youth groups. You can even mentor someone you used to work with. It's not that difficult to find. There are groups online, but finding somebody else to help also, maybe, having someone mentor you. It's learning. It's interacting with another person. It just gets you outside of yourself for a while. Volunteering. Doing volunteer work gets you out of the house. It gets you moving. It helps you interact with others. It's often a reminder that even if things aren't great for you, someone else has it worse off and you can help them. I believe that these things come back to you. Uh, I always had that happen with me. Think about that. And here's another side thing of volunteering. Volunteering helps us add a skill to our resume. I've had people get jobs through their volunteering. Once you get there and you start interacting with others and contributing, your mindset will completely change. Bonding with others is crucial. Even if you're not a people person, Sometimes I find the accountability of just scheduling a coffee with somebody or a walk is enough to get me out of the house. It's enough to inquire how another person is doing. It really does help. We get stuck inside this time of year. We get stuck feeling we have to focus everything on that job search. We need those little breaks, but we feel guilty about doing them. If you have an appointment with somebody else, it justifies it. It gives you that release you need, that okay that you need. I have a friend. We both have our own business. We meet in a public place, usually coffee shop or something like that, and we work at separate tables. But the agreement is that we meet, we say hi, we tell each other what we're going to work on, we work for several hours, sometimes a full day, 
We come back at the end of the day, we share what we worked on, we brainstorm. And it's been great for getting us both out of the house, out of our own mindset, getting a fresh opinion, and getting some work done. Be creative. Come up with something. If you want to join a knitting group, if you want to join a walking group, something that just gets you moving, gets you interacting with another person. I also think going back to all those pillars of self-care that we talk about, making sure that you're eating properly. Oh, it's so easy to eat bad this time of year, isn't it? But make sure you eat a little on the healthy side. Hydrating, super important. It does stave off depression. Other things that you might want to do, have fun. How often do I tell you that it's okay to have fun while you're out of work? It might even be crucial. I will refer to Mike Rooker's book on the fun habit. You can follow him on LinkedIn. He always has these great ideas for having fun. Having fun is the antidote to burnout. I love that saying. What you might be feeling, the February blues, might be burnout. Have a little fun. Major holidays aren't happening this month, but some fun ones are on our horizon. Maybe you're not a Valentine's Day person. I get it. I'm not even going to make a case for that, but you've got Mardi Gras coming up. You've got Lunar New Year. You've got today Groundhog Day. Create your own holiday. Just go ahead and have a little fun with it. Do a fun activity to get you moving, to change your mindset. This is a great time to be creative. We are shut indoors. If you want to do something creative for your job search, like a vision board, maybe you just want to collect images into your own vision board online. You can do that. There are several platforms for that. Maybe you just want to meet with someone and talk out your strategy. That's fine too. Maybe you are artistic and you can draw or I'm an amateur photographer, which means I just take pictures with my phone, but still it, it perks me up. It helps me. It gives me great ideas. It sparks a whole other side of my brain. I really enjoy that. If you're finding that it's all too much, the repetition of the job search, the redundancy, it's just too much for you. It is okay to take a break. I have numerous stories of people who felt the job search was weighing on them. They felt they were being unproductive, even though they were busy all the time. That's a sign of the mindlessness I was talking about, the fact that your heart's not really in it. I know so many people who took a long weekend or a vacation or went to visit family. And I just told you, that was a game changer for me. Time away from the job search is okay. If you're going to do it, this is a good time of year because, going back to what I said earlier, hiring is slowed down for the moment. Organizations are regrouping. Hopefully, they're rethinking job descriptions and needs. A little time off is not going to take your job search off the rails. In fact, rejuvenating yourself coming back to your job search tools with fresh eyes could be just the jolt you need. I know so many people who have done that and then 
wow, they come back and all of a sudden, even if they're not fully refreshed, everything is different. If you need that space, take it. Go ahead and take the time off or do home projects. You can start your spring cleaning now. You can organize your closets. All those things you didn't do during COVID, do them now. Uh, be active, be moving, be restful, get outside in the daylight. It is very healthy for you. Not going to begrudge you taking a little break from the job search. If it weighs too much on you, if it makes you angry and resentful, if it makes you sad, that will translate over if you do get that interview. You need to be at your best self when you start interviewing for a job. That little break could be the thing that does that. I've gone through a few easy, quick, but actually paradigm-shifting ways that you can kick the summer blues, that you can knock yourself out of that low-grade depression, how you can go from that fourth stage of grief, and you do need to go through all the stages, into that acceptance. And I would change acceptance to be moving forward. Uh, that self-motivated push to mindfully go into your job search every day and do a quality over quantity search and make sure that any job you apply for really fits you and you really want and you and the organization match each other. Getting past this fourth phase of grief is what's going to help you get into that final phase of acceptance moving forward. I want to say that if you feel that you've slid down into actual depression, there are resources and you should explore that. Have a conversation with someone you trust. Tell them your concerns. Look into finding a group to talk to. There are unemployment groups everywhere. There are professional groups online. Even if you don't have the insurance you once had while you're employed, there are resources out there. And it's a good thing to explore those. Even ask a family member. Uh, keeping you healthy is one of the best ways to get back on that track of employment. I don't want to make light of depression. I know there is the seasonal depression and then the actual illness. Keep an eye on both and make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Hopefully there's something in here today that you have, it's resonated with you. You like the idea. Even if not, do me a favor. Give a couple of these things a try. Try being different with your job search, shaking things up a little bit, being a little more active, checking in on your self-care, seeing if you need more of that. Go to your doctor, talk with your family, make sure your environment reflects you, make sure that your job search reflects where you want to be, the person you are, and the role that you want to have. If you're looking for something interesting and fun to do this weekend, even today, Groundhog Day, watch the movie and you'll start to see these phases of grief and you'll see the acceptance and you'll see everything I've talked about has come from the movie. Get together with a few people, watch it, have some laughs, but maybe take some notes, bring it into your job search, into your day. 
I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at the very large changes that come from doing something very small but different. That's all I have for today. And let me leave you with one more note. And that's simply to state that I did look it up and the groundhog did indeed see a shadow. That means we're due for an early spring. I hope that's for all of us. Good luck in your job search. I know you're going to find something out there that gives you the future you so richly deserve. Thanks for listening. And there you have it for today. I hope you learned something or heard something today that is helping you as you are in your out of work journey and that will help you normalize the conversation about being out of work. If you heard something that resonated with you, please show us support, subscribe, like, or comment on something. If you'd like to learn more information, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sabina Sula. I'm the only one. You can also reach out to me on my website, reworkingworks.com. If you want to know about private coaching, more about the book, more about the podcast, I wish you luck in your getting back to work journey. I hope that you've learned something here that if it hasn't made that journey a little shorter, it's at least made it a little easier. Until next time, thanks for joining.